everyone welcome back to capes and japes um we are once again doing a uh an earlier than normal recording so if any um we're just saying how every time we do this it means the energy is just kind of strange so the energy is so weird yeah it, it, but it's it's fine you know if it's a weird episode it's Either because of that or because we're still talking about the Inhumans. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think this is going to be the last one, um, at least for a while, because uh, there are three remaining members of the Inhumans royal family. But unlike Black Bolt, Medusa, and Crystal, they none of them have like a whole lot of like solo plot lines so i think they would make the most there. sense they're just kind of there they're just kind of guys and most of their history has just been like stuff the inhumans do as a group so i think it makes sense to just do one episode covering Whatever stuff is relevant about these remaining three. Um, <laughs> and then that will be it for the Inhumans. We're tired um, of them. <laughs> we're done. Get them out of here. I guess unless they start introducing new Inhumans characters. Um, I or maybe be one of these guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there has... So there has been... A, like, as we've mentioned a couple times, in the past 10 years or so, kind of a significant Inhumans push. Um, but they did just kill them all. But also <laughs> maybe they killed them all to open things up to introduce new ones. <laughs> Who's to say? Um, they, did, they, did, they didn't kill all of them. They, there are, most of the important ones are still alive. Um, for now. <laughs> for now. But, to, to yeah. Just pets a cat evilly. <laughs> in yes. an underground lair. Yeah, at least until I have anything to say about it. That was the true purpose of this podcast all along. To get influential enough in the comic sphere to kill off all the Inhumans. Yeah, exactly. Get rid of them. I don't like them. No, We Crystal don't like say... their monarchy. We don't like their... Uh, why isn't the word coming to me? Eugenics. Eugenics. I was going to say ethnostate, and then I'm like, I don't think that's correct. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a we different like word. We don't like the slavery. No. Um, we don't like any of it. We, we do like their big dog. Now, see, dogs, I believe, are morally neutral until impressed upon in some way. Yes. That's... That's the thing, is that uh, Lockjaw is really the least complicit of the Inhumans, because uh, contrary to what Quicksilver believed for a while, <laughs> he's just a dog. He he's doesn't really dog. have any he say in what's he's going on. He's a blink on. dog. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a big old blink dog. Um, and um, I guess, yeah, we're also not doing an episode on Lockjaw uh, because he's a dog. And as <laughs> such, does not have a lot of, uh, although he has had some, like, solo adventures. Didn't he like, have a solo adventures. series? 
He did. He had a solo series, and then he was also um, the leader of, like, leader. Um, there was, like, a Avengers, like, pets series, of which Lockjaw was kind of, like, the main one, because he's, I guess, probably one of the most well-known super animals in Marvel. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's Sorry, a super long I list. Just... I looked up the Lockjaw uh, solo series, and it was by Daniel Kibblesmith, which is the perfect person to make a series yes. about a dog if your last name is Kibblesmith. Exactly. Um, also, CBR.com with the headline, Lockjaw, your favorite inhuman, gets his own Marvel series. Yes. Yeah, you know what? Everybody's favorite inhuman, Lockjaw. Yeah. Yeah, not not to be like a millennial like heckin' good doggo like thing, but dogs again, dogs can't be complicit in monarchy. So <laughs> we do support Lockjaw. Um anyways, but that being said, I, I don't think we're gonna do a Lockjaw episode. We're gonna talk about No, no, this was the Lockjaw section of this, this episode. Is, yes, we're <laughs> part of the, the Royal lockjaw. Family Roundup now. It's fine. <laughs> He's yes, he's he's part he's part of the roundup. He has not had a lot of, you know, backstory or like character development. And um the solo series, while supposedly very charming, um, isn't very plot heavy because he's dog. He teams up with Spider-Ham um, in one of them. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Um but uh Anyways, yes, we're go we we're going to talk about the th- three major remaining inhumans and then going to be done with the inhumans for the time being. Um so all three of these guys are members of the royal family. They are all in some capacity cousins um to Black Bolt and also Medusa, because Black Bolt and Medusa are cousins, because of royalty. Um, but I, the exact family tree, I don't think is, like, really a, a big deal. It's just, like, they are related enough to be considered part of the royal family. Um, there is, uh, Gorgon, uh, G- Gorgon for Fantasy High. Um, <laughs> Gorgon... Uh, Karnak and Triton. Um, and Karnak and Triton are brothers, um, and Gorgon is unrelated, um, (laughs) to, I mean, related, but is not sibling to anybody involved. Um, so, uh, Gorgon, uh, Gorgon Petragon, uh, is maybe, like, the one who gets the most stuff to do out of the three of them. Um, Karnak has had kind of a a lot recently, which, uh, we'll get to. Um, but, uh, Gorgon is... Sorry also for, like, the number of different emphases I'm gonna put on pronouncing Gorgon. (laughs) <laughs> in this episode um it is one of those words that i have never been sure 
like how what is the most accurate way to pronounce it um but uh he is sort of the uh tank cuz you know every uh every team of superheroes needs a big strong guy um he is very uh very large very strong even compared to the rest of the inhumans who are all like stronger and more like durable and uh agile and all that than like regular humans um but the uh most uh notable thing about uh gorgon is he has uh hooves <coughs> like a uh He's he's like a satyr. He's got like uh like bull bull legs with big hooves on the end. Um and uh he can using his tremendous strength, he can uh stomp his big old satyr hoof uh and create a shockwave uh which is one of his main attacks that he does his signature um, move his signature move um so as uh the big strong tough guy um he is sort of a military commander um type figure he's like black bolts and medusa's sort of main bodyguard um he is in charge of training like new inhumans after they go through terragenesis and like teaching them how to use their powers um he had a wife um at some point who passed away um and he also has a uh, Two children, one of whom is uh, a girl named Electo, um, who has wings, um, and one of whom is a young son named Petrus, um, who he had with another woman who I believe is unnamed. Um, again, he's, like, not a super major character. <laughs> um, so he has a supernatural blurry wife. Um, and, uh, Petrus, it's shown, is, uh, like, normal, like a normal and human child. And then, uh, Gorgon has him go through Terragenesis. Um, and then he, uh comes out as like a minotaur basically like he's got a big uh bull's head um All and right. he's he, yeah and he's a little fucked up from it um but uh gorgon's like well that's what happens <laughs> that's just how our society works so you know um so uh gorgon is uh with the rest of the Inhumans during all of their, uh, various adventures, um, d 
during a silent war, um, which is uh, the event where uh, after Quicksilver saw all the Terrigen Mist, um, the Terrigen Crystals that create the Terrigen Mist, I, you can't really steal mist. Um, yes, you can. You get a big bottle. You get a big bottle with... You get a big vacuum. Um, <laughs> and uh, Gorgon is... Uh, goes... Goes to Earth. Um, tries to uh, fight against the government to get the crystals back because after Quicksilver stole the crystals, they um, were confiscated by the government um, in uh, a decision that I just found out was uh, led by a, um, <laughs> a military general named Demetrius Laser. All um, right. Which is really, like, by God, that is a name. They're just um, using that on a random guy in the U.S. government? Yeah, like, <laughs> you weren't gonna save that for, like, a Spider-Man villain or something? Well, maybe he is. Hold on. <laughs> okay, yeah, go Google Demetrius Laser. Laser with a Z. Okay. Um, um, but, so... Gorgon tries to get the mists back. Um, he is, uh, the fight goes badly because one of the, uh, inhumans who he takes with him to, uh, try and retake the crystals, uh, ends up killing a bunch of the humans that they're fighting against, which was not the plan. And so the, Government gets angrier, the tensions escalate, um, Gorgon is arrested, uh, and taken into government custody, um, and then they start experimenting on him with the Terrigen Mist to see, you know, like, how much they can use the mists as, like, a biological weapon, um, so he... Um, goes through a second terogenesis, which is a thing that can sometimes happen. <laughs> um, like, like, I guess, like, mutants get secondary mutations. Um, but he, uh, gets, like, a scary monster form. Um, his, like, he gets kind of like a scary bestial face he's covered in spikes he has like his hands turned into claws um he's uh pretty fucked up looking for a little while um he ultimately reverts back um i don't know if it's shown how it happens or if it's just like well it wore off um but uh after the whole thing happens with the Terrigen Mist being released on Earth and a bunch of uh, humans unexpectedly, like, gaining superpowers because it turns out they had, like, 
in human genes. Um, Gorgon gets shot um, by an inhuman named Lineage, who is uh, one of the new, uh, the new, I think they're called like new humans, like NU humans. Um, Makes sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, lineage, who were also, is also going to be relevant to Karnak, um, but he's one of the people who got mutated by the Terrigen Mists, um, and his power is to, um, he can access, like, all of the knowledge that his ancestors have had, um, I mean, that's pretty rad. Yeah, it's a pretty cool power. Um, I'm sure it could go wrong in many, many ways. <laughs> yes, uh, for sure. Very much like Prodigy. Yes, exactly. Uh, like, very, pretty similar to uh, what Prodigy does. With his own ancestors. <laughs> With his own ancestors. Um, and... I'm sure there's gossip in- he doesn't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this case, it does go wrong, not really because of his powers, but because he's just secretly kind of like a scheming guy. Um, but he gets tapped by Medusa to join the Inhuman Royal Guard, um, and then turns on them, um, to, like, gain power in some way. Um, <laughs> Somehow. We're not gonna get... Yeah, maybe we'll, maybe at some point we'll do an episode on lineage. I don't think so. Um, but maybe. The important thing is, he turns on them, he, uh, shoots Gorgon, um, Just like with a regular gun? I think with a regular gun. That um, just doesn't, I mean, if all y'all have superpowers, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you should you know, be somewhat resistant at, to being shot with a regular gun. At least use, like, a laser gun or something. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it was a laser gun. Who knows? Um, people who read ha- the comic. Yeah, people who read the comic, I guess, let us know. Um, but uh, shoots Gorgon. Gorgon is paralyzed from the waist down and is uh, in a wheelchair for a while during kind of the remainder of the storyline about, you know, them dealing with all of these new humans, um, and how to help them. Um, he ultimately is able to regain the ability to walk, um, with the help of one of the new humans who gains, like, a healing ability. Um. Some very intense physical therapy. (laughs) Some very intense, super-powered physical therapy. And then, uh, during the period where, uh, Medusa and Black Bolt kind of acknowledge that they don't really have feelings for each other anymore, um, Medusa and Gorgon, like, kind of express a romantic interest in each other. Um. Oh, royal families. Oh, yeah. Oh, buddy. It's like, Medusa, maybe you want to go, like, explore your options 
with someone who's not an inhuman. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, look, Crystalia dated for a while. Uh... <laughs> yes, it's like she made some bad choices in, like, the people she chose, but I think she was maybe on the right track with, you know... None of them being related were, to her. None of them were related to her. One of them was even all. just a regular human real estate agent. Yeah, like, maybe go out and find a nice real estate agent and just see how that works for you before you uh, date another cousin. Um... Anyways, I don't think this super goes anywhere, because as far as I know, recently Medusa and Black Bolt have, like, gotten back together or, like, talked about getting back together. Um, so I don't think this is, like, I don't, I don't know if they, like, have a relationship or if they just talk about having, you know, feelings for each other. Um, but that, um that's part of it and then everything with the death of the inhumans happens um i believe gorgon survives um i i know triton gets killed in the death of the inhumans um spoilers for later in this episode <laughs> um but i don't think the others do please let me know always obviously uh, if just, I'm incorrect just about that. send but us I, an email. I, did this man die? Did, is this, is this man alive? Have you seen this man? Um, but I think, I believe, as far as we know, Gorgon is, uh, alive currently. Um, so, Karnak, um, Karnak is a little bit of an interesting case, uh, because... Which I think some, like, recent writers have, like, latched onto. Um, because Karnak did not go through Terragenesis. Um, because his older brother Triton, um, again, spoilers for, like, t t 10 or 15 minutes after this. <laughs> um, his older brother Triton, uh, got like, turned into a fish man, um, and... and he, he's like, am I gonna turn into a fish man? I'm yeah, not gonna risk it. I don't want to risk it. Yeah, their parents were like, well, that one was, uh, a little bit of a bust in terms of powers, so let's not do that for our other son. Um, so he is the only member of the royal family who hasn't, uh, and instead he went to go study, uh, with the, like, inhuman monks, um, which they have, <laughs> to, uh, become a monk. So he is, uh, you know, he doesn't have any superpowers besides, like, being you know, innately, like, you know, as stronger and, like, harder to hurt than He's got human. Batman powers. He's got Batman powers, you know? Um, but he has, uh, trained his mind and his body so extensively, 
that he can, uh, like, instantly detect a weakness in anything. Um, <laughs> whether that's, you know, structures or people. Um, He's he... like, oh man, don't sit in that chair. Hey, oh, that, that one's gonna give. Um, so, uh, it's, you know, used a lot to, uh, be like, oh, we, we gotta, we gotta get out of this, you know, uh, containment field. Like, Karnak, what's its weak point? And he's like, there it is. <laughs> punches it really hard and it breaks. And they're like, yay, thanks, Karnak. We did, we did it. Um, we did it. Or, you know, also, obviously, he's fighting somebody. He does some, like, you know, Dope Vulcan shit, pressure yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, like, and they're like, oh, no. I'm immediately unconscious. Um, oh no, Ty Lee got me. Ty Lee freaking got me. Um, he uh, he also has a son um, named Lear, who was... Like King Lear? Um, no, L-E-E-R. Okay, like a weird look that you're giving somebody. <laughs> yeah, like a weird... like. Neither that nor King Lear would be a very, uh, good name to give your child, but, uh, this was a recent addition, um, and Karnak, uh, cause he was, uh, he was introduced, like, after or around the time that the Terrigen Mist got destroyed, um, <laughs> in Inhuman like, vs. Oh, X-Men. bummer. <laughs> Bummer! So, Karnak was like, my kid can't, can't go through Terragenesis, even though I didn't go through Terragenesis, because my parents saw that it fucked up my brother's whole life, and they were like, we shouldn't do that. But I'm bummed out that my kid can't do it. So he gives his son to Mr. Sinister, so Mr. Sinister will give his son superpowers. Hey. Um, hey. And then, <laughs> yeah? What? Why would you Are, trust Mr. Sinister. Of all the people, of all, like I, of all the people, you know, like there are like, like there, there's an easy solution. Just send your son back to the same monks who trained you. Yeah, let your son be a monk. It turned out okay, your, right? Yeah, if you need your son to be experimented on, like. I don't know, at least find somebody who's not a supervillain. You know, like, you could probably convince Reed Richards to do experiments on your son. Could you? I think you could. <laughs> well, you know, probably not now that he has kids. <laughs> He's just like, alright, holds up a scalpel. Uh, actually, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about it, and I don't think this is a good idea. You could um, probably, actually, you know what it would be? You yeah. could convince Reed to do it, but then Sue would get so mad. Sue would, like, just, like, sense this happening and just slap him. Just, um, no, no, absolutely not. And he's like, oh, shit, you're right. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, and then he ends up, um, after he's given to Mr. Sinister... He ends up kidnapped by Dark Beast. Which oh my is god. <laughs> arguably worse because Dark Beast is doing um a bunch of evil experiments on inhumans. 
Um, and then he gets rescued um, and teams up with Moon Girl. Because um, she's like, I'm not going to do experience, experiments on you. And he's like, oh, thank God. Thank God. I, um, I will do anything you ask. Yeah. Um, he teams up with Moon Girl. Um, they, uh, Moon Girl and I think she's with, like, the, she's with S.H.I.E.L.D. or something, maybe? Um, they agree not to tell Lear's dad because of the fact that Karnak gave him to Mr. Sinister. (laughs) Um. Yeah, Lunella's like, you don't have to go home. Yeah, you can just hang out with me and my dinosaur. Um. But, uh, yeah, so that's a fun, um, that's a fun fact about Karnak. What, what Um, a fun analogy. Yeah, um, he, uh, so he has, Karnak, um, has, in his original appearance, he has this, um, he's a short king, um, (laughs) and he has this, like, big kind of silly looking dome helmet, um, that, like, kind of makes it look like he's got, like, a big Megamind head. Um, and then some later writers have, uh, later artists have, like, drawn him as having a big Megamind head because, um, <laughs> he goes through, like, a redesign where he stops wearing the helmet and he gets a bunch of, like, face tattoos. Um, and he's sometimes drawn as having, like, a big. Megamind head under there, but, um... They're like, he needs to look weirder. (laughs) Yeah, this guy doesn't look weird enough. I think it's supposed to be, like, he just has a normal head because he's doesn't have any, like, superpowers or mutations or anything, and it's just a big, silly helmet. Um, but it is kind of funny that for so long people were like, what's going on under there? (laughs) I think he's got a big Megamind head. Yeah. Um, so, in recent years, a few, um, writers have kind of taken an interest in Karnak, um, which, like, I get, because I think it's, you know, there's some interesting stuff you can do with, like, oh, he's, you know, the only member of this royal family who, like, doesn't have superpowers, um, and he's... But like everybody else, still a terrible father. Still a really, really bad dad. Though, these a couple of these things happened before the dad situation. So they were like, well, <laughs> we're not, we're not, I guess that's not entering into the equation. <laughs> um, Matt Fraction makes him the narrator for Inhumanity, um, which is the event immediately following the, uh, you know, Terrigen Mist explosion, basically. Um, and, uh, Karnak gets, like, taken into custody because he's, like, uh, seemingly having, like, a nervous breakdown and just, like, destroying stuff, uh, in Manhattan. And the Avengers are, like, Hey, dude, chill. what's going on um and he gives this like slightly uh kind of deranged 
explanation um, of what happened. He uh, rants to Medusa about, like, uh, how everything is going to change and she needs to forget everything she thought she knew. Um, And then I got to put this down. Um, (laughs) And then he uh, jumps out the window of Avengers Tower and seemingly kills himself. Um, And then later he... But he's um, a monk. He has slow fall. He's a monk and he has slow fall. And uh, it's actually very important to consider. Um, (laughs) Just like, oh man, that that guy doesn't have any powers. He's for sure dead. Well, no need to look for him. (laughs) Um... He is, so, he finds himself seemingly in the afterlife, um, with, like, some other dead inhumans, and he starts trying to, um, break out of hell, um, and he finds a door out of hell and is able to use his ability to detect the weak point in the door. The weak point in the door out of hell to break through the door and get out of hell. And then it turns out This is some supernatural shit. <laughs> it it really is. It really, really is. Um but then it turns out that um it wasn't actually hell because um Karnak was one of the ancestors of lineage. Um <laughs> And he was, like, this was him be like, his psyche being, like, inside Did of... Did he break lineage? Yeah! He punches out of lineage's chest like an <gasps> alien. <laughs> lineage is like, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> this is not part of how my powers are supposed to work at all. Um, it's just supposed and it's to like, be their memories, not like their whole body and consciousness like and everything what is happening. Body inside of me. Um, and it's like, it's after lineage is evil and is gonna like kill everybody. So it's like, th- I the guess royal family's the like, well, that's that. Well, not, don't need to worry about that guy anymore. Welcome back, Karnak. Um, <laughs> but, uh, pretty uh pretty wacky stuff um and then he gets a solo series written by Warren Ellis um that um I'm not going to get into the whole plot of but it's uh just basically kind of like you know exploring the psyche of this weird like the philosopher monk strategist guy and like what is uh <laughs> what's up with what this is, guy what's up with this guy um what does it do to your brain when all you see when you look at anything is its weaknesses um wasn't there like a cascade was that in the bat fam webtoon i i think there was a bat fam webtoon episode about cassandra just like look like seeing all the shit all the time i think i think i think you're right um yeah just go read that you don't have to read about karnak (laughs) the the short answer is messes you up 
Yeah. It's not great. Fucks you fucks you right up. Damn. Um but um yes. So Karnak, I again believe is still alive. Can't say uh with any certainty. Um Triton is uh Karnak's older brother. Um as mentioned, he uh Got turned he into is a, a fish, fish man. man. <laughs> he got turned into a fish man. Um, so he has, you know, like... Fishman powers. He has fishman powers. You know what fishmen can do? The The thing is, like, I understand why his parents were bummed. Because he does get the short end of the stick. Because it's like, he gets the ability to, like breathe and live underwater and like proportional like strength and speed when he's in water but he doesn't get any like additional like you know he can't like talk to fish or like control water or like anything like that and And when you live on the moon yeah (laughs) when you live on the moon he can't survive on land um he has to be in water. So it's really like, it's not. And you've got to change this water so often. Yeah. It, it, you, Oxygenate it. Gets it. Yeah. No, yeah. it's. Yeah, it, it takes a. To get a tank that big clean, <laughs> it takes forever. Um, Do you think they got him some little, like, bottom feeders to take care of some of it? Yeah. And Hanging out with friends. some snails in there. Just toss some stuff in there for enrichment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, he 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 really gets gets the short end of the stick. He's also like, I feel like out of all of them, from everything I've been able to discern as somebody who, again, is not like an inhumans person, it, it doesn't seem to really have much to define him personality-wise, besides fish. Oh, no. Um, It's like, okay, you know, like, Gorgon is, like, this big, strong, tough guy who's kind of aggressive and hot-headed, and, like, Karnak is kind of, you know, like, intellectual and, like, oh, inner strength and reserved, um, and... Triton's like, glub glub. Yeah, Triton's like a guy, a guy, a wet guy. Um, oh I, no! <laughs> um, deeply, uh, deeply unfortunate. Um, at uh, there's he gets a Thor backup story, like not long after he's introduced. Um, where uh, he gets um, captured by a movie crew. Because he finds them filming a monster movie. Um, and they're like, oh, like, perfect. <laughs> on, yeah, like on a boat. And he tries to fight the monster because he doesn't realize that it's a movie. Um, and then they uh, knock him out. And they're like, well, we could use him. Um, so he gets like kidnapped. And they're like, I guess we, I don't know, we could take him back to or like mainland and put him in like a circus or something um it's not very ethical 
No, it's not. It's bad. Don't, don't like don't do that. Obviously. Um, and if you find a fish man, <laughs> just let him live his life. We've all um, seen The Shape of Water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he escapes and gets back to Black Bolt, and he's like, Black Bolt, it's so 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 fucked up on Earth. We shouldn't. We should just. We don't want to go there. It sucks. There's so much water, which is great, but also people are awful. Yeah. And Black Bolt is like, I don't understand. Like, that seems like a lot of what we do here. Yeah, honestly, it seems like we do way worse stuff. It just doesn't happen to us, usually. Exactly. It's like, I'm um, not going to examine this thought further to its logical conclusion, however. <laughs> I'll I just chalk it not... up to Earth sucks. Yeah, that is not my job as royalty. Um, he also gets... Uh, kidnapped in like the inhumans like first appearance when they encounter the fantastic four um so it sounds like he does get a personality trait other than fish and it is in fact damsel in distress yeah it is get kidnapped um he's held prisoner by maximus for a little bit um at some point they do figure out how to build him like a breathing suit that he can wear so he can walk around on land um and be present for stuff that's happening and not be you know in a why doesn't he just go hang out with namor well that's the actually interesting that you should bring it up because oh good um, does he get kidnapped by namor he doesn't get kidnapped by namor that would be very funny um no most of his solo appearances the like relatively few ones that he has are him hanging out with namor because it's like he should just be the inhuman ambassador to atlantis yeah it's Um, right there it's right there just go hang out um he like at one point he funnily enough gets kidnapped together with namor (laughs) Um, and they have to work together to escape, and then they just kind of, uh, become friends, and then after that, for, like, like, on a few different occasions, he just sort of, like, shows up in, like, Namor stories without, like, explanation, like, uh... They're just hanging out. They're just hanging out, like, Namor will be in trouble, and Triton will show up to help him, or, like, Namor and Triton will, like go together to like talk to somebody or like um namor like gets married and uh he sends triton to go talk to the un to tell them because it's relevant political news because he's a king um (laughs) and um also at one point um Namor forms a team that Triton's on with, like, a bunch of other sort of underwater aquatic-type heroes. Um, And there's six of them, and it's called Deep Six. God. Which I do think is kind of funny. Um, uh, But, yeah. um, Triton also, on a couple of different occasions... um, like Gorgon did, uh, gets additionally mutated. And I think at one point it's like a second Terra Genesis thing. And then there's another point where it's just like 
for other unrelated reasons. Um, he gets like further mutated into a more monstery looking fish man with more additional fish features. Um, but I think it gets reversed when it happens. Um, but, uh, yeah, besides hanging out with Namor, he doesn't have a whole lot to specifically contribute to the, to the Inhumans dynamic. Um, and he is, at least seemingly, um, during the death of the Inhumans, um, he gets killed at the end of it. Um, I'm sure he'll be back at some point, uh, but... I mean, who else is Namor gonna hang out with? Who else is Namor gonna hang out with? You know, the man needs friends. God, he'd be a little more well-adjusted if he just had some more friends. If he just had some more friends. He's got, like, his weird relationship with T'Challa, um... And, uh, I guess he's got the Illuminati, but they are not very good friends. I would say, I don't think the Illuminati are friends. (laughs) No, I think, I think, yeah, that group of people, I think they all just kind of hate each other. They're all so on guard. Like, I could not imagine the Illuminati, like, alright, well that meeting's over, who wants to go to a bar and hang out and eat some hot wings? You guys want to have a game night? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, anyways, that's, um, those are the remaining Inhumans. I'm sorry if you are very attached to one of these characters and we kind of, like, breezed Made fun of them. We made fun of them. We did make fun of them a little bit, for sure. I'm sorry if you are very fond of the Inhumans, um, and we've been mean about them, um... We're mean about a lot of characters, even characters that we personally enjoy. Yeah, we're mean about a lot of things. Um, I like a lot of things that I know other people think are silly, so uh, no offense meant. Um, But I guess a little bit of offense... If you haven't really examined the, like, eugenics stuff, like, maybe take a moment and, like, think about that. But it's okay to enjoy problematic content as long as you acknowledge yes. why it is problematic. Yes, as long as you, you know, keep your wits about you, understand what you're reading. Um, but <laughs> Just yeah, like, wow, this sucks. Compelling, yeah. though. It's, exactly, it's comics, so there is always gonna be some... Wow, this sucks about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, comics-wise, I did, um, purchase Marvel Pride. I have not had a chance to read past the very first story, the Gwenpool story, but the Gwenpool story was very cute. Short but sweet. Nice. I haven't picked it up yet, because I didn't go (laughs) into town. (laughs) I mean, I went, I, I went into a different town, not the town oh. that had uh the comic shop. <laughs> um I saw Spider-Verse and I got so visually overstimulated that I had to sit in my room 
and read a book for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. It was I, good, um, though. It was good. It was worth it. I did have a little bit of a headache, but it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Visually um, stunning and also just so much information. I feel like I would be able to handle it better on, like, my little TV at home or, like, my laptop screen. But boy, yeah. howdy, at the theater, I'm like, this is a lot. I'm having a good time, but... Yes. <laughs> I'm having a good time. I'm glad I saw it at the theater. Yes. Um, But also, my brain. <laughs> Seeing things at the theater, like... uh, Watching things at the theater on Father's Day, <laughs> when there's, like, several groups of children either with their father or with another parent giving their father some time off. Uh, yes. It's very much just like, oh, and there goes those kids to the bathroom again. This is a very long movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, yeah, we want... <laughs> there was the uh, Blue Beetle uh, commercial before... Yes. Not commercial. Trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Before the movie, and the kid, like, uh, in, like, down at the end of my aisle was, like, full voice, we need to see that. <laughs> and then it, like, shows, like, August 2023, and they're like, did August happen already? <laughs> <laughs> no, kid, you're good. You've got two months. <laughs> Don't worry. You did not miss seeing Jaime Reyes. <laughs> Thank God. Um... Uh, I, yes, uh, Spider-Verse good. Um, I also, um, would be remiss if I did not note that, uh, today, thankfully, um, a couple hours before we recorded, it was announced that in September, Emma Frost and Tony Stark are going to be getting married. What? <laughs> you didn't see this. I did not see this. Surprise! Why are they getting married? Why Is this like are... a power couple thing? Or like, are they romantically involved? So they have been romantically involved. It doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So my assumption like, is... The thing that would make sense to me would be a political marriage, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So my... I feel like both of them would go for that. Yes, my assumption is that because Fall of X is going to be happening this summer... Um, Shouldn't whatever... it be in autumn? The Fall of X? Okay. All right. Okay, all right. Wise guy over here. I think are, you're wearing your, like, dad at heart shirt. I am wearing my cool so dad I, at heart shirt. I shouldn't have been surprised. Um. Anyways, yes, since the fall of X is going to be happening, I'm assuming that whatever the situation is, is in the aftermath of that, that it's, like, going to be some sort of, like, strategic PR move for both of them to get married. Um, 
which is on brand, and also I um do find kind of funny, and I think would be, like, funny to read if they're married, but just, like, not, like, <laughs> like, don't really care about having a relationship. I feel um, like they would, <laughs> like, they'd probably sleep together, right? Because yeah. they're both hot, cool. Yeah. Um, But also just, like, I am also going to be seeing other people. And the other one's like, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, of course. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, me too. <laughs> it's like, all right, then we are agreed. Yeah. Um... Like, they have separate rooms in their house. Yeah, But exactly. also, like, a room that they can share if they want to. Yeah. Just so like, this room like... is neutral ground. Yeah. Um, so if that's, like, I'm potentially kind of excited. I think it could be very funny. Um, if this is a case of Being Emma in Frost, a committed romantic relationship, I do not yeah. get it. <laughs> Absolutely not. Under no circumstances. Um, but, I mean, whatever's the case, I'm sure it's gonna be a very exciting wedding, so. <laughs> I mean, who's not gonna show up to Tony Stark and Emma Frost's wedding? That's gonna- Literally. That's, just, that's literally just, like, a recipe for people to fucking crash a wedding. Exactly. Um, God, but, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just imagining, like, all of the various superheroes at the wedding, just, like, as the wedding's being crashed, just, like, mm, interesting. Still just yeah. sitting there. Like, mm, mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Interesting how this is happening, huh? Absolutely. What a beautiful uh, wedding. What a beautiful <laughs> wedding, said the bridesmaids to the waiter. <laughs> Now that's a what a shame. What a shame the poor groom's bride got kicked all the way across the town. <laughs> and there goes the groom right behind. Oh no. Oh jeez. Dr. Doom is here for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, that was the um that was the most exciting comics news that I wanted to comment on because um I saw Emma Frost trending this morning, and I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh. what? <laughs> um, but excited about it. I mean, I think it'll be a beautiful train wreck. There's no way uh, that this isn't gonna end in divorce. Yeah, it's just a question of... If when the and divorce, how? Yeah, if the divorce is planned. <laughs> um, God... It's like that that uh that tweet that was going around about how uh Michael Sarah and Aubrey Plaza almost got yeah. married. Um just specifically... to be able to call each other my ex-wife, my ex-husband. Yeah. Like that's what they're doing. Um anyways, if you want to keep up with us and see when we post new episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook at Capes and Japes. Uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, if you have passionate feelings about the Inhumans, um, or Emma Frost and Tony Stark, or anything else, um, we have a Discord server that, uh, people are welcome to join, come hang out. Uh, we have a 
Patreon. Um, if you couldn't guess, since we both saw Spider-Verse, we are going to be recording our uh, bonus episode on the Spider-Verse immediately after this, in fact. <laughs> uh, so if you want all of our thoughts on Spider-Verse, uh, it's a great time to subscribe to the Patreon. Um, Discord, Patreon, if you aren't able to support the show on Patreon, but you want to show your support in other ways, uh, leaving a rating and review is very cool. Uh, telling a friend about the show if you think they might want to listen to it, and just coming back and joining us, as you've done once again. So thank you for being with us today on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, Demetrius Laser was only in like 18 issues of comics. He lived and died for less than a year. <laughs> he did try to kill all of the X-Men, though. All right, well... Goodbye to you, Demetrius Laser. Flights of Angels sing thee to thy rest. 